Welcome to the Leadership on Demand podcast presented by the Krauss Center for Leadership and Ethics at the Citadel, the Military College of South Carolina located in historic downtown Charleston. I'm Colonel Tom Clark, Executive Director of the Krauss Center, and we are proud to share an inside look at the training, thinking, and experiences of principal leaders. Since 1842, the Citadel has produced principal leaders in all walks of life, and we look forward to sharing some of what makes the Citadel a strong and unique institution with you today. On this week's episode of Leadership on Demand, we will take a behind-the-scenes look at principal leadership training with special guest Anglican Chaplain Rob Sturdy. Rob is Citadel Class of 2003, and he's going to talk to us about healing in a high-pressure environment, investing in others, and the effects of phones and social media on the Corps of Cadets. I'm today's host, Lieutenant Colonel Ted Feening from the Krauss Center for Leadership and Ethics at the Citadel. Thank you for joining us for today's Leadership on Demand podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to another edition of the Leadership on Demand podcast, where we take a behind-the-scenes look at principal leadership training at the Citadel. Today, we've got a very special guest with us, Anglican Chaplain Rob Sturdy. Rob, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Now, Rob, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about uh, where you're coming from and what you're doing here at the Citadel before I start with the the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I came here in the fall of 99 and graduated in the class of 2003 and uh, went straight to seminary following that. I I became a Christian at the Citadel and, uh, to be honest, never really imagined coming back here in any kind of capacity other than as a visiting alumni, but I was invited to interview for the position of Anglican chaplain uh, five years ago, and during the interview you could actually see myself doing it. So uh, I'm full-time here at the Citadel. The Citadel provides us with the space, and uh, the Anglican Church provides us with the funding. We have a, a chapel that is about 120 people, but we're here for everybody on campus, and think we uh, contribute to to the goals of, uh, of the Citadel in our own unique way. How many cadets are you working with on a, on a weekly or monthly basis? And, and is it just Anglican cadets, or is any cadet comes to you? Or how does that work? So I have an office on the third floor of Mark Clark Hall and a lounge, and the door, the most valuable thing we do on this campus is we have an open door. So it's open to everybody. Uh, it's, uh, if you're an Anglican or not, if you're a Christian or not, we want to be here and be useful to everyone. So over the course of a year, uh, we'll have uh, over about a thousand different people come through my office, wow. come through our lounge. We will meet anywhere between six to eight one-on-ones a day, mostly students in distress. Could be mental distress, could be folks that need help uh, doing financial planning for their tuition, could be folks that actually need financial help. Uh, so we just want to be here to be useful so that everybody here has a chance to succeed. Are those the major trends you're seeing, mental health and trying to figure out how to put make ends meet? Or what, what, are some, what are some trends that you might be seeing that would be unexpected? I mean, you kind of expect a college age, getting adjusted, especially a place like the Citadel, you're going to have some stress and mental health issues. And uh, tuition issues obviously are also somewhat transparent. Anything you see that's just you might not expect from, from looking outside in? Yeah, I think that uh, for people that are working with young adults or have an interest in college-age students, the number one thing to know is that it's the highest rates of anxiety and depression in the country, uh, highest rates of self-harm, and there are a variety of reasons for this. Uh, there has been peer-reviewed research that Social media plays a major role in, um, in anxiety and depression, 24-hour news cycle, 
the inability to shut off the inflow of information, not just from the news, but uh, parents, boyfriends, girlfriends. Um, so these are all factors. And then one thing that, that uh, I see probably more due to my role than anything other than that is we're going we're gonna to receive a high number of students who are already coming here with problems uh, that they need help with. And this could be difficult home life, uh, intense poverty, or some kind of trauma that was experienced before they arrived. Sure. So this is a hard environment. That's why people come here. Uh, they want a challenging experience. And uh, it's hard to excel in a hard environment like this if you bring in some things in. So we want to help them think through these things, uh, make progress, heal so that they can get the most out of this this environment. I can really relate to that as a, as a Marine Corps officer. It, it, it's a service that attracts people who have uh, something to prove. And the Citadel attracts that same crowd. And, and that you're already at a deficit if that's coming from a place that's sort of external validation requirement um, because of a trauma or concern. So it makes total sense to me that we're, we're dealing with that and that you and the chaplaincy are, are working through those issues. Um, what do you think outside of um, outside of what do you think the cadets? What do you think is on their minds today? What do you think they're worried about? What are they thinking about? Maybe not even just the ones that see you, but in your observation with students out there on campus. Well, uh, for the folks listening, this is uh, this is the day they're leaving for spring break, so that is what they're thinking <laughs> it's about. It's like a parade <laughs> of pickup trucks and SUVs <laughs> out there right. around Summerall right. Field. Yeah, that's right. So uh, on, on normal day to day, I think. Um, the pressure points that I see for our students is uh, this is a this is a pressured environment. That's why they came here. So keeping up with the environment is always on their mind. Grades um, and finances are all uh, on their minds. If if there are alumni listening, when alumni ask me what is what is a big difference between now and maybe when we were here, I'm not. Uh, willing to concede ground that it's easier now. It's harder in a variety of different ways. Uh, the training that people are getting now is definitely better organized than the training I got 20 years ago. It's more professional. Uh, it's very demanding. I think the game changers would be um, would be the cell phone is a game changer, and it's a game changer in two ways. This, this is kind of getting to the point of what's on their mind. The first way it's a game changer is a cell phone just means that there's a camera in everyone's pocket. And so the kinds of things that maybe you you could make mistakes 20 years ago and deal with those mistakes in the, the close-knit group of people who actually witnessed the mistake. But if you make a mistake now, there's a very high chance it's going to be a public mistake. Uh, and so this is, a, this is a point of pressure for our students that they need help navigating. And the other point of pressure that comes with the phones that I've already brought up is it means that people can get a hold of you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, you might have uh, an email that comes in at 11, 11.30 from a supervisor or somebody with authority. And they don't intend for you to get back to them at midnight, but it's this constant barrage that is something that we're all having to play catch up to. But I think... Um, you know, we, we have learned how to deal with that and manage that, and they're really being bombarded with it and need to t 
be taught how to how to manage that responsibly. It is impossible for me to imagine going through adolescence or college in that. Yeah. I mean, I'd run out of dopamine in about a week. <laughs> it was completely flat on my back. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, listen, you know, another thing you've really helped out with around here is that you've been a part of a Leadership Day, Leaders 411. Um, tell us a little bit about that experience and your relationship with Water Mission and connecting the campus to the outside world. Yeah, so these are relatively new initiatives. We, we didn't have... Uh, or at least I don't remember having things this well developed when I was here. So the Leadership Day uh, for the seniors, which is what I'm involved in, is we will take seniors off campus to a prominent local business, uh, the local business that I uh, facilitate conversations with on the Leadership Day is a business called Water Missions, founded by a civil engineer to meet the needs of the global water crisis. And so it's a Christian organization, but if you have humanitarian interests and uh, you uh, have an engineering background, that's a pretty fruitful day out because it teaches you how you can use uh, the skills you've acquired academically at this school and the leadership skills you've acquired here for global humanitarian relief. And the other great thing is because we're picking, or the, the Citadel is picking these prominent businesses, you do get time with the executives. So six hours with a successful executive as a college senior is something that I don't know many other institutions could boast of. The leadership day that I participated in recently was uh, really an amazing thing for me to see, made me very proud of this school. Uh, We had six or seven stations, the entire sophomore class was rotated through different stations with different learning points, uh, but the station that I oversaw was uh, what they called the Good Samaritan Station, based off a parable told by Jesus of a man who is wounded and left for dead on the side of the road. Uh, Two people pass by, one engages. And so we led a discussion about uh, what kinds of things are likely to ambush people at their college career here at the Citadel. Uh, What are the reasons people might pass by and not help their, their fellow classmates? And uh, what are the things we need to do to be equipped to immediately step in and help? And I think that's a lesson that's going to be valuable in whatever kind of work environment they find themselves in. They're going to need to be ready to step in and help to make the most of a business or a unit or a neighborhood or even a, a, uh, a rec league soccer team. So we're equipping people, I think, for a pretty uh, holistic leadership experience after graduation. We always wonder on this podcast, how is it that you matriculate, you know, you're tracked and you matriculate knobs and then you graduate principal leaders. And so it's uh, it's fascinating to hear about your your slice of that work. Is there any other area that you have a direct impact on that you think really uh, benefits that transition from, from matriculating knob to graduated principal leader? I think the, the, the two things where I think we we bring value, not unique value, because there are people doing this all over the college, but I, I do think these are emphases of ours. You say we, you mean the chaplaincy in general? Yeah, the okay. chaplaincy in general. So we have, uh, basically the arrangement is we have a full-time military chaplain who's a paid employee of the college, and then he credentials uh, 20-some different faith-based organizations on campus to meet the faith needs of the cadets. And so one of the things I think that this chaplaincy organization does is there are folks here who will make excellent principal leaders and they'll earn the ring, but they need a little help uh, getting made whole and strong enough. If they've arrived here with with trauma, 
they just need a little help uh, to get caught up to speed and they'll make the school really proud um, but they they are going to need a lot of help to get there so we are an organization that spends a lot of time helping uh, maybe the wounded ducks you sure. know, the, the people that come here and need help and the other thing that I, I think we do is uh, we we major on uh, on a principle of of the Christian faith, which is um, that God leads by love, and that sounds pretty soft for a military college, right? But if I could just explain it so that it makes sense to maybe some of the listeners, you you can lead with a carrot or a stick would just be a simple analogy, right? And the stick works really well, it but it only works when you're around. So once you're not there to wave a stick in front of anybody, if if the stick is what has been leading people, then they're gonna they're gonna collapse to old habits as soon as the stick is gone. But if you lead by love, uh, uh, then when when the when the beloved leader is absent, the people maintain that kind of discipline and integrity and honor, not uh, for the sake of the things themselves as much as for the sake of the leader who taught it to them. So one of the things we try to emphasize is uh, there is a place for there is a place for the stick. There's a place for intensity. There's a place for high volume. There's a place for discipline. But we really want to instill in our chapel, and I, I know the school does this as well in different ways, that if you uh, respect the people you're leading, if you care for them, if you look out for their best interests, they're going to rise to the the biggest challenges you can put in front of them. So these are the things we're trying to instill in the folks who are around the chapel. That is advice that uh, I'm sure rings true to all of our leaders here. It certainly it feels very personal to me as a father to hear mm-hmm. that advice. Um, yeah, I, and I right. want to describe, you know, we, we're not here at the Citadel. We are uniform. We value uniformity, even though we've got so many different personalities in this wonderful place. But I just have to paint a little picture of the, of the man sitting in front of me here. <laughs> he is wearing uh, black alligator skin boots and a, uh, a suit with a priest collar, a full beard and uh, long curly hair. I mean, and wearing an Apple Watch. So this is a this is a picture of a physically fit uh, chaplain that uh, the cadets can probably relate to. And I I just wanted to uh, to, to paint that picture. And, and before we wrap up today, Chapel Story, I, you know, you've you've been there, done that. You are you were a cadet here, graduate of 03, like you said. Um, you you have all this gained experience, both through the chaplaincy, both your your, your Christian education training, and as, as a pastor, and now as a chaplain here at the Citadel. Um, but looking back, if, if you knew then what you know now, when you were sitting in that freshman class and looking mm. to your left and your right and you're telling your buddies, hey, this is what we should be thinking about. This is how we should be approaching our life at the Citadel. Uh, what what advice would you offer those those freshmen? Well, if I could, I, I give some advice for them and then I'll give advice for their classmates. Sure. Um, the, the advice for... The individual advice is um, you can do this thing. Yeah. And during Hell Week, it's all about getting to the end of the hour. You don't need to worry about getting to Friday. You just need to get to lunch. And after Hell Week, you can get to fall break. And after fall break, you can get to Christmas. These bite-sized chunks, anybody, anybody with the will can do this. There are people that aren't fit that come in here. And uh, they're made fit, but they had the will to get there. So the most important thing about this place 
is you have to decide to be here for yourself and keep that commitment you made to yourself and you can do it and if you're an incoming freshman and you need a reminder that you can do it i'm on the third floor mark clark hall and i will remind you you can do it all right for your classmates i I just close with this story um there's excellent leadership here and sometimes uh, there's not so excellent leadership here. At the end of the day, the, the school has made a, a wager to allow 18 to 22 year olds really run this place with um, advice and input from veterans. And sometimes things just get lost in the translation. And uh, sometimes if somebody's not keeping up on a run or they can't shine their brass or they can't you know, uh, prepare their shirt, some folks can take on this idea that, that person actually doesn't belong here. Hmm. And they can be ostracized, they can be put down, life can be made very hard for them. That's, I don't think that's as common as it used to be. But what I want you to remember for the sake of your classmates is you don't know who's going to make the school proud on the second week in August. You have no idea. Uh, I had a classmate, he was total disaster <laughs> you know he he couldn't get a thing right we had to pay for that from time to time but uh, he earned a Marine Corps contract his junior year he was in a horrific accident same year where his contract was revoked because they didn't think he would he would be able to meet the rehab but uh, a year later he wasn't fit enough even to walk the stage with us but he did he did rehab and he did pass the Marine Corps PT test and he was commissioned and he served with distinction in battle overseas and he made the school proud. Nobody would have been able to guess that uh, in Hell Week in 1999. So you don't know who's gonna make the school proud. So I just wanna encourage all of you, invest in everybody that you find yourself next to um, because your investment in them might actually Put them on a path uh, to becoming somebody that that adds to the excellence of this college. Well, before we go, what is that Marine's name? You can uh, go his, ahead and embarrass him. Yeah, his name is um, his is hard. His name is Nick Whitman. Yeah, I love him. Um, yeah, his little brother's on the on the war memorial. Okay. So. All right. Well, Chaplain Sturdy, thank you very much for the time today. Great advice for cadets, and they know where to find you. Um, And I just really appreciate the love you're pouring into these cadets and into this school. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This was fun. All right, talk to you soon. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Leadership on Demand podcast presented by the Krauss Center for Leadership and Ethics at the Citadel. You can find us online, and we welcome your feedback and suggestions on who you, our audience, would like to hear from in future episodes. Thank you for your time today. We hope you'll join us here again soon for another episode of Leadership on Demand.